Hello and welcome to the Even Stevens Ranked Podcast, the podcast for all things Even Stevens. I'm Brittany Butler. I'm Ethan Brim. And today we are talking about Season 1, Episode 9, Scrub Day. Uh, this was number 109 in production, so like we said, all these episodes have been airing actually in order, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was directed by Neil Israel and written by Dennis Rinsler. This is the first episode so far written by Dennis Rinsler, who is an even Stevens heavyweight uh, as, as the series goes on. This one has a 7.6 on IMDb, uh, which is... On, on par with most of the IMDb ratings. The IMDb synopsis says, Lewis tries to lead an uprising against junior high school initiations. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I guess. That makes it sound so epic. Yeah, <laughs> an uprising. Oh, man. But yeah, I mean, basically, the gist of the episode is that every year, the 8th graders specifically target the 7th graders, who they refer to as scrubs, as a form of initiation, and this day of doom is looming over our main kids here, Lewis, Twitty, and Tawny, uh, all week. Uh, but then Lewis decides to take a stand, uh, you know, fight back against Scrub Day, but in the process ends up getting himself targeted as the one and only scrub. Yeah. Uh, so, and there's also a cool subplot with Donnie. It's like not too detailed, it's not too long or anything, but Donnie's great. And I think this subplot is pretty funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. (laughs) So I have this ranked at number 13 on my list. Yeah. And you? Oh, mine was at 22. And when I was watching it, I was trying to, you know, predict where I had it. I thought I maybe had it in the top 15. And upon rewatching it, like, I I feel like I can move it higher. I think when I, you know, like we said, when we were watching it, this, this last half of the season to me is like gold. Yeah, but I mean, it's so good. From start to finish, it's it's funny. Like, not a ton of, like, just one-liners, but just, like, really, really funny instances and scenarios, I think. Mm-hmm. I had guessed that it was in my top 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, I am so good, man, because within that, I said, mm, maybe... 12 maybe 13 nice and then i check and i was like yep it's 13 so um my list is weird like i think of it in like a few different ways okay i know this episode i know how other people feel about this episode Mm. and i know how i feel about this episode by combining all of that is kind of where i would place it so it's like okay after watching Scrub Day again last night, honestly, if we're moving into like general thoughts kind of, it felt really flat to me this time around. Oh, really? I I was the other way around. I didn't really laugh. Like, I still think the plot is great, obviously, yeah. but it was really weird. Like, but the, the thing is, when I had written my review, I was like, oh, this is great. This is so funny. I laughed. But like, I don't know if it's just if I've seen it so much or what, but, um, mm-hmm. but as I, like I said before, this is the first episode I ever saw of even Steven. So, oh, that's right. Yeah. And you know, I remember them airing it a lot. I think it's very fresh in everyone's minds because it is, it is a memorable episode, um, because mm-hmm. of, you know, there's a lot of visual things that you would remember as a kid. Uh, there's actually um, like, yeah, a lot of really iconic moments, I think. Yeah. That like really stand out to you, especially when you're a kid, you know, obviously I think Lewis is great. In this, there are mm. nice moments with him and Ren and Donnie. Yeah. And I like the way this episode is 
basically trying to send the message, don't fight fire with fire, but only even Stevens could take that message and have it end in a vat of sloppy joe. I always remember this as a kid, but after I watched this episode, I remember like in high school, if I'd get made fun of like this episode always kind of rang in the back of my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just kind of laugh it off. And when you're in junior high, it's it's hard to kind of have that grandiose mindset of, oh, don't, you know, don't fight fire with fire. But it's really like Dearborn said, like kids are are kind of selfish. And in, in a way, mm-hmm. I think this is what he means. Like, yeah, that's all well and good. Like, don't fight fire with fire. But at the same time, like you need to laugh it off. So that way the bullies aren't getting to you, you know, and, yeah. and that's kind of a different skew on don't fight fire with fire. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like. Yeah, it's more of a like an adolescent way of looking at it. But it's just so cool that like that is sort of like what they're getting at. But of course, this is even Stevens and like everything they do has to be (laughs) super like original or weird. And it's like, yeah, yeah, this is the situation Lewis is going to get himself in to realize this. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, I love that Lewis wins in the end by simply being like the bigger person or the better person. You know, Mm -hmm. Donnie is great. Of course. And even though it fell a little flat for me, it still went by lightning fast. Yeah. And it went by lightning fast back when I did my review, when I apparently enjoyed it a little bit more than I did this time. So both times it's gone by really fast, which in my opinion means it must be doing something right. You know, yeah, that's impressive because the first half is like all set up too. Yeah. It actually doesn't really feel like much is happening in this episode. It, yeah. It's it's essentially one giant montage of Lewis running from <laughs> the eighth grade. Like, at, like at, at a specific mm-hmm. point, like that's what it becomes for like ten minutes or something. It's just yeah. that's it. It's just like some small funny things that happen within that mm-hmm. after everything is set up. Yeah. So we good to start diving in? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So the episode opens uh, so creepily and this was, this is my first memory of even Stevens. I remember, we talked about this in our introduction episode. I remember seeing this episode start and I didn't know if I was watching like a horror show, if I was watching something that was going to be super eerie. And I think at this point I might have seen Don't Look Under the Bed. And so something about this reminded me of that movie of, you know, the boogeyman put the bees all over town Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I was like, ooh, like it just reminded me of it. And then, of course, Larry is in both movies and his Mm -hmm. name is Larry in both things. Like, so it's so weird. So as a kid, I was like just making all these connections. So it starts off with all the seventh graders getting messages that say blank days till scrub day. Uh, So we see Twitty get that message in his textbook during class. It says four days till scrub day. Next, we see Tawny the next day in the bathroom, uh, written out on the paper towels in the bathroom as she cranks them out. Each crank reveals more of the message. Three days till scrub day. (laughs) Every time I see that, I always like imagine the process of how someone had to actually make that work. Yep, me too. It hurts my head sometimes. Yeah, so there's that. And then... Uh, the last thing is this skeleton comes falling down from the from the ceiling in, in the school hallway out of nowhere uh, with a message taped to the pelvic bone that says, was it one day till scrub day at that point or two yeah, days, two days? Two, yeah, it's two days. Two days, yeah. And yeah, and so Lewis like screams and jumps into Tawny's arms and because he was trying to be a tough guy about it. He's like, oh, it's, it's just the eighth graders just trying to scare us. Like, it's not going to be bad. Like, why are you guys such babies? And then jumps into her arms screaming and she's just how do you feel now tough guy yeah 
So the next scene is just a really short scene at lunch with Louis Twitty, Tawny, and Tom. Yeah. Uh, sort of talking about, you know, what scrub day might be like, like things that have happened in the past and, you know, what mm. the eighth graders might do to them. I mean, that's really it. It's like weird because, you know, Tawny's like, oh, like I heard that they one time they TP'd these kids head to toe. So we get like this weird flash of all of them sitting there in their same seats just TP'd from head to toe trying to eat lunch through being TP'd. Yeah, like a daydream of them doing it. Yeah, Yeah. like, that never really worked for me. I was just kind of like, eh. It was definitely, like, kind of an experiment thing. Yeah, I was like, okay, this isn't really working. And then Tom talks about how he got a swirly once, and he's like, oh, but it's oddly refreshing. (laughs) Cue sound effect of a toilet flushing. Five guys held my head in a toilet and then flushed it. (laughs) You got a swirly. That's vile. Yes, but oddly refreshing. That's great. But that's it. Like, that's really that that scene. It's just like a short little yeah. thing. It's like, is there anything you want to say about that? Like, It's just a really random scene. Um, yeah. I, like, I do, do want to just point out that this is like the only episode where the other kids, like the background extras, look, actually look like they're seventh graders. Every time I watch this episode, I'm like, why is this the only episode where other kids actually look like they're kids. There are some older looking kids, though. Like this next scene. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I wrote that down. I was like, the juxtaposition of, like, all these extras looking like they're 10, and then these two. Yep. So, (laughs) (laughs) so so in the next scene, Lewis is trying to talk to Ren, like, after school or something. And, you know, he's trying to talk to her. He's like, Ren, Ren, I got to talk to you. Like, he's so scared about Scrub Day and he's trying to talk to her about it, kind of ask for help or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Ren is walking and then she sees these two guys uh, and she tries to act like, you know, she's like, Lewis, I don't know you. Like, get away from me. I'm trying to look cute in front of these guys. <laughs> and these guys are literally 30 something year old men. No, for real. They're older than me. And that leaves me wondering, what are you doing hanging around Lawrence Junior High? Why are you looking at Ren, first of all, who is supposed to be like 14 years old? They're like, oh, hey, baby. And then they stop looking at her that way once they notice Lewis. It's so weird. It's, this is very weird. And then like Lewis puts his arm around Ren, like all creepy. Which is also really weird. He's like, oh, hello, like to the guys to try to be like, yeah, don't come near her. I got her. She's mine sort yes. of thing. And I'm like, dude, she's your sister. Like, what is happening? It's so weird. It's very weird. It's a weird scene. Yeah. But other than those two guys, like a lot of the kids, <laughs> a lot of the extras, not all of them. But yeah, so Lewis goes to Ren for help in that scene, but she essentially just tells him, LOL, too bad, um, because... You know, she says that when she went through it, oh, yeah, of course it was terrible. But now that she's already out of it and, you know, she has nothing to do with it anymore, it's like, oh, never mind. It's a wonderful school tradition now that you're the ones that are going to be in pain. And is it weird that, like, I can't imagine, like, someone like Larry doing, like, these malicious acts to, like, females? Like Tawny, like I can't imagine it happening. I don't know. Every time I'm like, I can't imagine them, like, giving Tawny a swirly. Maybe because all the guys who are, they're showing practicing the scrub day stuff, the eighth graders are guys. And it'd mm-hmm. be like weird if they were doing that. I don't know. Like, yeah, they probably should have, they probably should have maybe included like some girls as like 
the, yeah. the scrub patrol when we yeah, see Yeah, like, because it's, like, awkward seeing just all dudes and then, like, I can't imagine giving Ren a swirly. Yeah, well, apparently for her, they put eggs down their gym shorts yeah, when like, she was a seventh like, grader. Like, if a guy put eggs down a girl's gym shorts, like, that'd be so, that'd be so flagrant, like Twitty said. Yeah, so next we see that <laughs> Donnie... It's so funny, too. Like, what the heck grade is Donnie in? Because at whatever school he's at, they are putting on a living history pageant. That sounds like something that first graders would do. Yeah, I did that in, like, sixth grade, I think. (laughs) And so, yeah, Donnie needs to pick a subject for his living history pageant to dress up and go as. And we see that Donnie has picked... Rocky Balboa, um, and he's <laughs> he's dressed. I know it is very funny. He's dressed shirtless in his little boxing attire. He's getting himself hyped up, and uh, I love the way Eileen is cooking minute rice, and it's like in the bag. And Donnie goes to like hit the bag, and she's hey, like, hey. "Donnie, it's not a speed bag." <laughs> hey, I'm Rocky. Yo, Adrian, check this out. (laughs) Shouldn't you be upstairs picking a subject for your living history pageant? This is it. Hey, I'm going to be Rocky for a day. Huh? Hey, watch us. Hey, yo, Adrian. (laughs) Honey, Rocky is not historical. Not even Rocky one? Huh? 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 You want to take this one, Steve? Yeah, I got it. Um, Donnie, Rocky's not a real person. And so they recommend that he goes as someone, you know, real and noble, like Abraham Lincoln. A great scene where Donnie just starts rattling off all the wonderful things Abe Lincoln has done, which are things that Abe Lincoln has not done, and he's just associating anything with the word Lincoln in it to Abraham Lincoln. Why don't you pick a famous president like Abraham Lincoln? Oh, you, uh, the dude on the penny. Well, he did a lot more than that. He freed the slaves... He kept the nation together after the Civil War. Not to mention Lincoln Logs, uh, Lincoln Continental, and uh, the Lincoln Dry Cleaners down on Maine. Come on, guys. I'm not stupid, you know? Hey. (laughs) (laughs) And I like how he doesn't even say them as, like, actions or events. He just, like, says, oh, he also did Lincoln Logs. Like, it's like a (laughs) thing. (laughs) And Lincoln Continental, like, he's not even, like... (laughs) Same and the dry did. cleaners down on Maine. <laughs> like those aren't actions yep. or events. They're just <laughs> like objects. <laughs> oh, it's good. <laughs> Donnie's so It's funny. really good. Is this like yep. the first episode we see Donnie is just like a complete idiot? Or I mean, I mean we've seen like signs of it in the previous ones, I guess. But yeah, like this is like the first one from like where we really get a, a good Donnie stupid story. Yeah, I feel like this is, yeah, I feel like this is our first time really talking about Donnie, other than, like, what a line will do. Yeah, like, that was, like, real quick, yeah. Yeah, and so, <laughs> Donnie walks away, and Eileen says, thank goodness for sports, which is, yeah. <laughs> which is great. Um, and so, then we hear, like, Donnie is, like, walking up the steps as this rocky theme knockoff music is playing, and it's funny because we also hear this knockoff music in Wombat Wove, uh, huh. when Lewis is dressed as the wombat and he goes out to do the whole uh, oh. assembly thing, mm-hmm. Pep Rally. Yeah. Um, they play this music, uh, which is kind of funny. Huh. Hey, yo, Lewis, huh? it's me, Rocky. It's, going down. it's not funny. Who tied your tidy whities in a knot, man? Well. It's that stupid scrub day thing coming up. Lewis is walking down the stairs as 
Donnie's walking up and he's like, oh, hey, man, like, can I talk to you about scrub day? Like, I'm so nervous. And like Donnie's like, oh, no, scrub day is great. Like, oh, the seventh graders. It's so fun to watch them cry like little babies. And Lewis is like, but I'm in seventh grade. (laughs) And once again, oh, oops. Sorry, man. Good luck. And so then that's that. It's just basically like the whole first half of this episode is just like Lewis talking to other people about Scrub Day. I thought that too. I was like, this is all just like set up and like building up for like this kind of finale, I guess. But yeah. And I really like this next one. Uh, Lewis goes to talk to Eileen about mm. it. And this always stood out in my memory as well. When he's like, oh, I don't know if I should go to school. Like, I'm not feeling well. And she goes, oh, let me feel your forehead. And he just reaches into the freezer in the kitchen and just pulls out, like, frozen beef or something and holds it to his head. And Eileen feels it and she goes, "Uh uh-oh, freezer burn. (laughs) And that always stuck with me. Yeah. Always. Every time I get frozen packaged, like, meat from the the supermarket, Mm -hmm. I think of freezer burn. (laughs) That's so funny. Yeah. And it's just funny, too, how, like, Eileen doesn't even bother to look at him when she does that. She just puts yeah, she her hand out. And, like, like he brings his head to her hand, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. And then he, like, bounces around a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny. It's such a, like, real, uh, like, mother-son relationship, like, when your son's, like, goofy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I like it. Yeah, no, me too. Similar to like in Family Picnic when I said that one little scene we get with Lewis and Eileen, like I like seeing them together. Like I really... Yeah, they have a really good dynamic. Yeah, I really, I really love this. Uh, Where she's just like, you know what, honey, like it's just a stupid initiation. No one really gets hurt as she takes a meat cleaver and chops off the head of a fish in the kitchen. I know you are worried about scrub day, but your brother went through it and your sister went through it. And if you Mm -hmm. don't show up, they're going to get you worse the next day. Yeah. Honey, don't worry about it. It's just a bunch of harmless pranks. Mm -hmm. Nobody really gets hurt. And this music plays and Lewis just makes this face like he just gives himself like 10 chins and like (laughs) makes this face where he's just like, he's just staring at the fact that she just chopped this fish's head off. Uh, Like, really? No one's going to get hurt? You sure about that? Which is amazing because as she chopped this fish's head off, it cuts to the next day at recess where... The eighth graders are taking a dummy with the name Scrub on it. They're practicing what they're going to do to the seventh graders. And the very first thing they do to this dummy is rip off its head. Yeah. I like how they write Scrub on it in case they're not sure. Yeah. I want to confuse it with other dummies. Yep. And so the very first thing they do is rip off this uh, would-be seventh grader's head. Yeah. You know, they're not starting light. They're going straight to decapitation. Um, Yeah. Which, and they, they pan over to Lewis and Tawny who are watching this through binoculars. Their reaction to it is like surprisingly calm. Yeah, like, ooh. like they're, they're watching it. They're just like, ooh, ah, <laughs> ouch. Like, like Lewis is like holding his neck going, ouch. I'm like, yeah, being decapitated might hurt a little bit. I mean, there's no way they're going to get away <laughs> with ripping seventh graders heads off. They'd be put in jail. Is Scrub Day worth it? That mad? Like, let's think about this, Larry Beal. And I love the way, like, Larry can see that they're watching them, and he's just like, yeah, "Yeah, you. 
this is what we're going to do. He's like, just looking straight at them like this. I always think it's funny, like in TV shows when like, you know, in the nineties, especially and stuff when you're like, Oh yeah, you're going to get it after school. It's like, he can only do so much without just straight up being put in jail. Yes, literally. Oh my God. Oh, it's too good though. Them beating up this dummy. The visual of it just cracks me up. Like that, that was one of the main things in this episode that always made me laugh because it's just so insane what they're trying to do. And Larry is just spurring them on. You look like a bunch of babysitters where it's like... (laughs) Like the guy who played Pedro in Napoleon Dynamite? Yep, yep, yep. Big thing. The guy that plays Pedro in Napoleon Dynamite is one of the eighth grade uh, scrub patrol. He's part of the scrub patrol. And his name is Omar in Even Stevens. I don't think they say his name in this episode, but... um, Another one, right? It's Easy Crier, actually. Um, Oh, yeah, you're right, because he says something and he says, like, shut up, Omar. Shut up, Omar. Yeah, Yeah, which is a wonderful meme that needs to be a meme. (laughs) Just shut up, Omar. But, you know, hey, we talked about getting things written on T-shirts. Yeah. That's something to write on a (laughs) T-shirt. Shut up, Omar. I like shut up, Omar. Like, bye, Felicia. Yep, exactly. Yeah, I just call him Pedro for this episode. It's not just Pedro. I'm like, oh, yeah, and then Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite does this. (laughs) So Lewis and Tawny are watching the eighth graders just completely pulverize this dummy uh, uh, from afar at recess. And then, you know, Lewis is like, oh, no, don't worry. I'm real close with Principal Wexler because I'm in his office every day. And I know that he won't stand for this. And then Wexler gets on the intercom and he sounds like he's about to stand up for the seventh graders. And he's like... Oh, let me make something perfectly clear. Any humiliating or degrading of 7th graders must be done during lunch hours only. Remember to keep it fun. Oh, by the way, this year, no frozen hot dogs. Uh, (laughs) And and to this day, I'm like, whatever happened with the frozen hot dogs? I know, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, frozen hot dogs, question mark? Honestly, I, to this day, what could have possibly... The only thing I think of is because, like, you know, they're, like, hard when you freeze them and, like, if they throw them at people yeah like i know like in paintball like if you it's like not allowed to freeze the the paintballs because like they're like really hurt like they could like Mm -hmm. do some damage but uh right because they won't explode basically Mm -hmm. i don't know it's probably like something like that yeah but to this day it's a mystery and it's also a mystery as to why wexler freaking loves scrub day so much and then they and then he says is this a scene where he says scrub day is like christmas yes i wrote that down this lady yeah I, she like <laughs> breaks the fourth wall i know i wrote that down too i was like what what was this supposed to mean she like looks kind of like all right this is gonna be great. this is really important like, look to the camera and show disgust <laughs> tell the viewers that you're disgusted. Like, I did, it's so bizarre. It's weird. Yeah, but I always noticed that. And it's so weird to the way Wexler's just like, ah, scrub day is like Christmas to me. First of all, why? Like, really, why? <laughs> why does he love the tormenting of seventh graders that much? Like, I can see if he said it's like the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, Christmas? It's like... Like, why? It's not even, it's not even that. Like, you're not even doing anything. Christmas is when you get gifts. The seventh graders being pulverized is like a giant gift to him, and I don't understand why that is. He probably just has a sad life. I mean, I don't know, but as an educator, you shouldn't really be excited for that. I don't know. And so, and then this lady is just sort of like humoring him, like, ah, yeah, yeah it is. And then she looks at the camera all disgusted. Why? I don't get it. Like, why do you think that's there? I don't know. I really don't know. So, 
Then Lewis gets the idea to uh, rally up all the seventh graders to, you know, retaliate against the eighth graders and, you know, just end scrub day basically by, you know, Mm -hmm. none of the seventh graders taking it. So Lewis has Twitty and Tawny start spreading the word that there's going to be a seventh grade meeting in the storage room at two o'clock. It's a big storage room, by the way. Yeah, it's a pretty big storage room. Uh, I was like, I forgot and I was going to say the basement uh, because it seems like what it is. It's kind of funny there's like a it's like a sped up fast motion sort of montage of like everyone sort of spreading the word and some of these kids are so small yeah, that's what I'm saying. like they're supposed to be seventh graders they really look like they're like eight years old yeah that's what i'm saying like this is like the youngest we ever see the extras i think mm-hmm. like in the episode it's so weird it is weird because it's it's like they can't get it right. It's either like they get kids that are like not kids, they're like 20-something-year-old people that are playing middle schoolers, or they get actual elementary school third graders to play middle schoolers. Yeah. I don't understand why this is so difficult. It's so weird. Why it's... Because like we see Twitty and Tawny and uh, Tom, who are like decently tall people they're like leaning down and whispering to like seven-year-olds telling them that there's going to be a seventh grade meeting spread the word i'm like how are these people all in the same grade i don't i don't understand this cut to the seventh grade storage room meeting unless there's anything you want to say no so we get to the meeting and lewis is you know really trying to rally up the seventh graders he's standing on the stairs uh talking down to all the seventh graders standing in the storage room and then he says the line that I feel like everyone knows who has Famous. even bothered to like venture into a nostalgic hashtag on the internet uh, over the last few years have probably, you know, if you've done that, you've probably seen a gif yeah. of this quote uh, where Lewis says, Is it fair that, that we can be tortured because we're younger? No! No! And is it fair that Larry Peel gets to decide how to torture us? Well, Goofy, who is also a dog, gets to drive around in a car and play golf with Mickey. What? Sorry, it's just always bothered me. And just the way he says it's good, and and it's yeah. a, it's a really good line. Well, I mean, it's a good point. It's a fair point, definitely. <laughs> it gets saturated, I think, over time. But when this episode came out and I watched it, I thought it was. I was like, that's so funny. Like I remember thinking it was like. <laughs> It was before, you know, it became memed, but um, yeah, I try to like separate it from the fact that it's like, well, maybe the most famous uh, line quote from the well, one show. of the most. It's not the most. It's just the one you just happen to see that gif a lot. I don't know why. I don't know. It's really not like one of the best lines in the entire series by any stretch, I would say, but. Oh, I like it. But I mean, you know, people share mm. it all the time, I guess. So I think it's just a good point, too. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. It definitely is. But it, it is funny how, you know, Twitty, uh, how Tawny's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> After he says it, then, <laughs> sorry, it's always bothered me. Good a time as any to get it off his chest. Yeah, it might as well. Um, what are we talking about? Um, so while this is happening... Uh, and Lewis decides that they are to call themselves the United Scrubs of America, a.k.a. USA, without... I don't think he realizes that that is also the United States of America. <laughs> like, does he? I really don't think he does. Look, there are more of us than there are them. That's why we need to stick together, all right? If we're going to be the Scrubs, 
We need to be the United Scrubs. The United Scrubs of America. USA! 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 I think it's just, it's supposed to be just unclear. He's like, the United Scrubs... Of America, like as it, like as if that was his brilliant. He's like I, idea. Well, I just thought it, like it sounds so good, just rolls off the tongue. Yeah, and then USA. Wow, that works. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just start chanting USA. I'm like, he does realize <laughs> that he's the United States of America. Like it's weird. Like I don't know. It just seems like it seems like he genuinely doesn't know that this is the United States of America. And then they just roll through. Like Reservoir Dog style chanting USA and nobody else yep. knows what they're referring to. And to everyone no. else, they're just chanting the country's name. <laughs> That's funny though. Like USA, <laughs> what? But while this is happening, uh, Larry, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite and Ivan, we see Ivan again. Uh, mm. They're overhearing the seventh graders talking about all this and how, you know, oh, we're going to stand up to the eighth graders, blah, blah, blah. We're the United Scrubs. Uh, Larry overhears it with, uh, you know, these guys and he goes, I have a little message for our United Scrubs. <laughs> and they zoom in and he makes that really creepy smile. Yeah. <laughs> really creepy. So it cuts to the eighth graders in, you know, walking up to the seventh graders in the school hallway. It's all very intense. I read that it's supposed to have sort of a West Side Story feel okay. to it, especially with the music playing and just whatever. And, you know, I, I always liked this part, though, you know, where Lewis takes a stand and he tells them, oh, Scrub Day is finished. You know, it's over. Shy is so great in the scene where uh, Larry says, oh, yeah, and who decided that? And Lewis does the casual, like he casually just does the, well, uh, and looks at everybody. Uh, we all did, <laughs> like you know. Yeah, Shy is really is really good in this this whole episode, really. But um, mm-hmm. he he walks through that just one top button button. I don't know if you noticed that. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> it's so silly. My mom always pointed that out. She's like, that was like a very like Mexican yeah, like style like, of dressing in like California. Yeah, like a Western um, thing too. Like you see in like westerns. But yeah, it's 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 interesting because I always thought about how like Shia said he grew up surrounded by a lot of like Mexican kids. Yeah, like, Echo Park, right? Yeah, and like the, you know, I mean, that's how a lot of them dressed. So I'm like, it's just kind of funny to think like Lewis is dressing like that. Like, why? <laughs> like, why are you wearing your shirt like this? It's good. I don't know. It's just, it always stood out to me. So basically, in this showdown in the hallway between the seventh graders and the eighth graders, we find out that Larry, who I guess is appointed scrub master, he decides that this year... They're not going to just pick on everybody. They're narrowing it down this year. They're only going to target one scrub, the king of scrubs. And then they zoom in on his mouth. You. <laughs> it cuts back to Lewis and it's tightly zoomed in on his face. And you can tell that everyone's already gone. If you bother to yeah, look, <laughs> you can see that everyone's gone. But the whole point is to zoom in and then zoom out and reveal that everyone abandoned him. Which doesn't make any sense, by the way. Like why now they're leaving? They're, they're not going after them. Like, the 8th graders flat out said that we're not going to hurt all of you, we're just going to hurt Lewis, so why would they all run away, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, I mean, at least, like, Tawny and and Twitty and Tom, because it's like, you know, just for the sake of, like, you know, helping their friend out. I don't know, just kind of, it was always kind of, like, I think more in there for maybe comedic effect rather than Mm -hmm. it making sense, but. Well, it's definitely, you definitely have a point. 
And then, of course, they show the tumbleweed blowing <laughs> out of nowhere, of which, I mean, I always love a good tumbleweed, honestly. I do. So, yeah, you can never have too many tumbleweeds. No. Yeah, so Lewis is left all alone. Now he is the lone scrub that will be targeted. And it cuts to the Stevens house that night, which I said this is a mirror talk, but it isn't really. There's mm-hmm. a mirror involved, which why would they involve a mirror if it wasn't supposed to be an homage to a mirror talk? It's a good scene, too. Uh, yeah, it's a really good scene. Lewis is in the bathroom and he's just kind of uh, packing a bag of like stuff to take with him mm-hmm. to combat uh, the hazing. You know, Ren just sort of shows up and she's like talking to him in the doorway and they have this really nice like sibling moment. Going somewhere? Just preparing for tomorrow. Got band-aids, mm-hmm. ice pack, arm sling, stuff like that. Do you know where mom's uh, wedgie cream is? It's just scrub day. Yeah, but I'm the only scrub. Well, you got yourself into this mess with your big mouth, mister. I know. But it's not that big of a deal. It's just a stupid initiation. No one's really going to hurt you. You know, that's exactly what I keep telling myself. It's just Larry Beal and those jerks. I really don't want to do anything stupid in front of them. You know, I trip or start crying, you know. Well, if things do get serious, you can always come to me. Yeah. I really felt super emotional when Lewis says, I don't want to make a fool out of myself in front of Larry or, or like trip or start crying. Yeah. Oh my god, like... And you can even see in Ren's face, too. Like, she's like, wow, like, this is not just, like, uh... Like, he actually is concerned. Yeah. To think that Lewis is in this position where he knows that he might start crying. Yeah, it's super vulnerable. We don't ever really... We don't see Lewis cry, ever. Just the one where he's talking to Tawny, I think, a little bit in the uh, the video. Yeah, in the video, but he's not crying. He's just getting a little misty. Yeah, yeah. We see him, like, fake crying maybe a couple times. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Like, you never see him actually, like, getting so upset like that that he would cry. So, hearing him say that, I was like, whoa, that's, like, this is serious. Yeah, it's definitely, like, a reality check moment, I think, you know. It kind of grounds the episode just as this is not just, uh, you know, it's not just fun and games. Like, this is actually, like, somebody's reputation and, like, their livelihood. But yeah, it's, it's really nice. It really stood out to me. And uh, Lewis had been asking where their mom's wedgie cream <laughs> is. And then at the end of the scene, he finds it and he's like, ah, there it is. It's just a tube that says wedgie cream. Yeah, like he's used it before. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and why does Eileen have it? Yeah, it's, how many wedgies does she get? I don't know. That, that's just like, I think, one of the things that would like stand out to you as a kid. Like yeah. wedgie cream. Oh, in the 80s and 90s, wedgies were hilarious, by the way. Oh, yeah. Hilarious. That was just (laughs) top-notch comedy. So we find out that Donnie, he did decide to go as Abraham Lincoln for his living history project. He took uh, Steve and Eileen's advice. And he got this really great wool suit at the thrift store or something, uh, but it was a little too itchy, so he decided to throw it into the wash. So we get this little passing scene in the hallway between Ren and Donnie. Hey, Donnie, I'm a little worried about Lewis tomorrow. This whole scrub day thing is getting kind of vicious. Come on, Ren, we all went through this. Not alone. Which I really like that part, too, Mm -hmm. because it's true. Lewis is, like, literally just being targeted by himself in this whole thing. And then, you know, Donnie says... Look, Lewis is a tough kid, okay? He he hasn't cried during a haircut for years. 
I don't know. That line felt a little too written. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah but it was still, I was like, okay, wow. Um, and so, you know, Donnie mentions in passing that, oh yeah, like I put my wool suit in the wash. He <laughs> tells Ren this. And she's like, wait, you really put your wool suit in the wash? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, is that a problem? <laughs> she's like, no. Cut to Donnie uh, revealing his uh, costume for Steve and Eileen. And he goes, the truth. <laughs> like, tell me how it looks. They zoom out. His pants are like capris now. Super short <laughs> pants. The thing I never understood is why is his hat, hat? also <laughs> tiny? Like, why, why would it shrink that much also? Like, why? It wouldn't have... <laughs> <laughs> like the sh- like the pants and the shirt like could, he could still put it on but it's just like doesn't go all the way down but the hat literally shrunk like into like a fourth of the actual hat size <laughs> but yeah so he has this tiny little top hat like balancing on the top of his head and steve and eileen are just freaking <laughs> dying <laughs> laughing like honestly they make the scene funnier yeah. than it probably is because he's so serious and like upset about it <laughs> The truth. Hmm. How bad is it? Well, honey, you can always go as Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> Mother, you are not helping me. What am I going to do? This, this is my costume for tomorrow. Come on, let's not panic. We're going to get through this. We're going to find you a new person. We're going to get you a new costume. We're going to donate that suit to a nice doll hospital. <laughs> <laughs> start dying laughing they're so dying good. laughing like Eileen has to cover her face with a pillow oh man it's 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 too good so from that it cuts to what I was saying is essentially a giant montage yeah. of the eighth grade scrub patrol in their scrub patrol t-shirts which by the way you can get these Scrub Patrol Scrub Day t-shirts or just the logo, the Scrub Patrol logo, printed on anything you want over on our Redbubble shop. Yeah. Even Steven's rank without the ED on Redbubble. Uh, as well as the poster that we see in this particular scene. The eighth graders made a poster of Lewis that says, Wanted for Scrub Day. And it's this shot of Lewis just like, oh. I always wondered, where'd they get that picture? <laughs> and yeah, you can get that poster as well on our Redbubble, which I had a lot of fun recreating mm-hmm. that poster yeah, as best cool. I could. Yeah, so Lewis is just running from these people, from, from the Scrub Patrol for like, literally how long is this? It's got to be like six or seven minutes. And I guess we should probably talk about like the different uh, stuff that he d- does. Mm-hmm. So the first one, he he's hiding in a garbage bag. Yes. And I, I always say if he just stays in the garbage bag, they'll never know that he's in the garbage. Like they'll never find him if he just stays there all day. Yeah. So yeah, his multiple hiding places here. So starts off as a trash bag. He has the... The football helmet yeah. on. Iconic. That's iconic too, I think. Yeah, as a means yeah. for, you know, protection, I guess. <laughs> but, you know, just just seeing Lewis <laughs> running around with this football helmet on. Yeah, there's um, so many iconic shots in this episode. It's the poster. Yeah. The uh, him with the helmet on. I mean, we the get, Scrub I mean, Patrol shirts. Yeah, later on, I mean, obviously the Sloppy Joe yep. scene. But. 
So, yeah, so he starts off as a trash bag, hiding as a trash bag. Then he hides, well, he hides basically by going to class. Uh, And I always wondered, like, I saw it was supposed to be like the teacher is supposed to be muffled talking like they do on the peanuts or something like that. But I never got why Lewis is making those weird noises. (laughs) Oh, oh, I don't know. It's, it's such a, a weird little moment. It's funny though. I think it's kind of like quirky, and it's enjoyable to watch for me for some reason. But, but those sounds are always very weird to me. Yeah, I like. I it. have no idea what's going on. It's like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's supposed to look like Lewis is saying it, but it's actually just the teacher is saying it, and Lewis is just like Paul, like you know, just making faces or like oh you can't you oh what's the matter type of thing yeah right? but it's weird because right. it's, it's very weird a lot of experimental things in this uh yeah episode. it's 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 weird so then there's that then he hides in like a little cabinet thingy in the school hallway mm-hmm. with the help of uh twitty and tawny they i guess got him in there like yeah. i don't understand like and then this is like a a, a break in the montage like there's just a, a few of these breaks where you know the scrub patrol start talking to people like uh here they're talking to uh twitty and tawny who they suspect are probably helping hide lewis and they are mm. uh but you know they stop and talk to them for a minute and then later on the scrub patrol stops and talks to ren for a minute ren's ren's high uh, she's like obsessed with handing out milk i guess yeah because I mean it, the Halloween one. I guess the Halloween one was a story, a story but, but still, it's like yeah. this thing with Ren and milk. It's really <laughs> random, but yeah. First of all, if if they found him in the cart, I'd like to see them try to get him out of there. Uh, mm-hmm. That which is a weird scene anyway. But um, yeah, it's weird. Like it's not. That's why you say like it's a montage, but it's not a montage. Like it moves the story along, and it's actually like they're entertaining sequences. I think. I think I just like Lewis's creativity and how he gets away. Yeah. Especially with, like, the next one's the vending machine one, right? Yeah, the vending machine one and the way he had the the, the tape recorder playing of him in the locker. I'm just a little scrub. A scrub you can't catch. Is that what he says? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I, I literally, I always thought he said scrubbing can't catch. And I was like, what is he saying? But okay, that makes sense. A scrub you can't catch. Guys, guys, they got me. Gotcha. Let's call a truce, okay? Go easy on me, Larry. I- I'm just a little scrub. A scrub and get, get, Okay, that makes so much sense. I never knew yeah. what he said right there. Okay. I wrote it down <laughs> and I was like, what does he say? Okay, cool. So yeah, the vending machine, then the milk cart that he's mm. in while Ren is handing out milk at lunch. Uh, but I also wanted to mention before I forget, probably one of the funniest parts of this whole episode to me personally mm. now is when Twitty and Tawny tell Lewis, you know what, if you just if you want to get out of this whole scrub day thing, just go to the nurse and tell her that you have an ear infection. It's the all-purpose excuse, right? And then Lewis is like, right. So he runs to the nurse's office. What does the note on the nurse's office say? It says, home with an ear infection. <laughs> like, sorry. And like, I love the way Lewis just sees it and he goes, ear infection. <laughs> the nurse is also using yeah. the all-purpose excuse. Oh, yeah, you know? I agree. I don't know. Because I just, I just the nurse like can't that. go to the nurse's office. She just goes home. 
Yeah, so then the milk cart. So Ren is handing out milk from a milk cart at lunch and the scrub patrol come over and talk to her and they're like, oh, like, where's your little brother, blah, blah, blah. Or like, no, I got your note. Larry says that he got Ren's note. Like Ren left Larry a message or something saying like, come talk to me. Like what? Like, okay. Yeah, it's kind of just a throwaway. Okay, Ren, I got your note. What's up? Hi, Larry. How are you today? What do you want? Well, I was just wondering how you and your crew were enjoying scrub day. Actually, I'm tired of chasing your little brother. Exhausted. See, um, now that's what I wanted to talk to you about. There's a grate full of little scrubs that you could be chasing. What's so special about my brother? Uh, I'll tell you what's so special about your brother. He's a Stevens, and I've had it up to here with a whole bunch of you. Up to here, Ren. Your brother Donnie was the big man on campus. You're the big mouth on campus, and Lewis, Lewis is just a little scrub, and that means his butt is mine. Well, you're right about one thing, Larry. He is a Stevens, which means he'll probably figure out a way to beat you. I think I Lewis is a big mouth on campus. Yeah. Like, I, like, I didn't think that was, like, the right word to describe yeah. Ren. Like, the big brain on campus yeah, or something, maybe. Idea. Like, I don't know. But he, he can't he can't compliment Ren, though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, and I, I do also, again, like the way Ren says he is a Stevens, which means he'll probably come up with some way to beat you. Yeah. Which is honestly so true. The Stevens family, no matter what, they always end up on top. <laughs> yeah, Larry literally never wins. No. From there, I love the way as they walk away, Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite just sassily snaps in Ren's face. <laughs> He's just like, snap, and they walk away. And the final hiding uh, thing that Lewis does is in the iconic space next to the stairs. Yeah. Of Lawrence Junior High. Phone booth slash. Slash the Wexlervator, slash the faculty sauna. Yeah, that's right. Slash <laughs> something else at one point. Yeah. It's a phone booth a couple times, I think. It's a phone booth in um, Quest for Coolness, Very Scary yeah, Story, yeah, right. um, Stevens Manor. Yeah. We see it as a phone booth quite a few times. It's like mainly the one thing you, I remember it as. But yeah, so Lewis is in the phone booth dressed up as a woman mm-hmm. with like a gray wig or whatever. And he's trying to talk to Donnie on the phone. Hey, this is Donnie. I'm not near the phone, so start talking. Uh, yeah, Donnie, it's it's Lewis. Um, I'm, I'm really sorry to bother you. I know you're in the middle of your little history thing, but um, I, I could really use your help right now. Uh, Larry and his band of losers have been on my tail all morning. And, I mean, it's only a matter of time before they... Oh, hi there. And that's right when they catch him. It's a good scene, too. You see the reflection. And it yeah. kind of makes it scarier. You're like, oh my gosh, like they're right there. It's it's really effective, actually. Yep, they, you see the reflection of all the eighth graders in their scrub patrol shirts mm-hmm. uh, coming for Lewis, and he turns around. Oh, hi there. <laughs> Swinging the phone. <laughs> like he's still, he's still, maybe I'll still fool them. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's funny how, um, how Lewis had all of this stuff with him. Like yeah. he must've packed like the wig and this outfit and like everything in yeah. this bag, multiple backup plans to hide from, from the eighth graders. But, and that's a memorable thing too. Like I always remembered mm-hmm. like Lewis in that costume in the phone booth. And, and it's um, funny, like, so after this, obviously, like, they catch Lewis. It's funny mm-hmm. that they don't, like, keep the wig on him and, like, the dress, because I think it would have been more humiliating. You'd think that they yeah. would think that, right? And it, yeah. But instead, they, like, 
take his clothes off? Because it looks like it's like not a dress. It's like a coat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, it's like a trench coat. But yeah, it kind of wouldn't make sense to maybe just take him as he was. Yeah. And that's even worse. He's already in like a humiliating costume. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I I guess, no, they just take off the coat and wig and bring him to the cafeteria and they're like, oh, look what we got. We got some fresh scrub meat, whatever, whatever. And the whole cafeteria is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting all excited about the torture of this one kid. It's terrible. And I love how Tawny comes over and tells Lewis, Lewis, your brother's coming. Yeah. And he says, my, my brother's my brother's coming. You guys better look out. And Donnie comes gliding yeah, in literally. to the cafeteria. As Gandhi, he is dressed as Gandhi now, and Gandhi is who he decided to go as for his living history pageant. He has the worst bald cap of all time on, and it's great. And he has this ridiculous accent that he's putting on in his attempt to be Gandhi. Donnie asks to talk to Lewis for a few minutes alone, and he tries to bestow some of Gandhi's wisdom upon Lewis. And I think it's funny because... All the quotes that Donnie tells Lewis that are Gandhi quotes, I looked them up and uh, I'm pretty sure they're not Gandhi quotes. They're just quotes. And even the big message that Donnie relays to Lewis, I it would have been nice if they picked an actual Gandhi quote, yeah, but yeah. I don't think this is a Gandhi quote. I was up all night reading about Gandhi. This guy is amazing, Lewis. He believed that violence only leads to more violence. Great. Does he know karate? Because I'm trying to help you here, man. <laughs> look, look. Gandhi said, the way to win a battle is to have the courage not to fight back. I have an idea. I'll hold your glasses and you beat him with the sheet. Lewis, if you listen to me, you might be enlightened. Yeah, I'm, in, I'm enlightened. He tells Lewis, the way to win the battle is to have the courage not to fight back. But I spent my whole life thinking this was a Gandhi quote. And it kind of goes in one ear out the mm-hmm. out the other uh, for Lewis until it matters. You know, they're like, like Donnie wasn't any help to Lewis uh, the way he wanted him to be. Because, of course, in Lewis's memory, the last costume he saw was Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> so he was hoping that Donnie would have shown up as Rocky and would have beat everyone up for him. But nope, he comes gliding in as Gandhi. Larry's like, okay, it's enough of that. So time to take him to the vat. And I do like the way Ivan says, the, the vat, vat of love. love. <laughs> take him to the vat. Way out. Wait, wait, the vat of love? The vat of sloppy joes. The vat of sloppy joes! No! What are you going to do, man? Yeah. Stop, stop. Say we're going to make some scrub stew. No, no, that's disgusting. No, no, no! Drop him in. No, no! No, give it up, Stevens. This is a battle you're not going to win. No, 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 no! No, 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 no! That's a very, very memorable image, memorable saying uh, that you just remember as a kid. You just remember this giant tub of Sloppy Joe, Mm -hmm. Larry and the eighth graders carrying Lewis over to it and slowly lowering him into his... Uh, sloppy Joe Doom. Any thoughts? I mean, this is like a very, very iconic moment, but it's well. Okay, first of all, that's a lot of waste of Sloppy Joe. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Second of all, did they get permission? Third of all, are they going to serve this after? Ugh. Those are the thoughts that come into my head. But. Yep. How did they get this giant metal vat to the middle of the cafeteria? Elsa Schatz isn't there to protect. <laughs> the sloppy Joe. Oh, uh, she would have been the one that prepared it and stirred it all day. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I think it was just, yeah, it was specifically used for Lewis to put him in it, which is a waste. But yeah, no one thinks about any of that. Uh, <laughs> he's just in the vat of sloppy Joe. Uh, and it's so great. So Lewis is in there. You can tell he's like kind of a little upset about it. But I love the way when he's being lowered into it, Shia's just laughing. Yeah, he's already like... Like you can see it on Shia's face. <laughs> he's just laughing. Like he's he's shouting, no, 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 no. But he's literally laughing like this is so funny. I'm being lowered into yeah. some strange substance right now. Yeah. So he's in the Sloppy Joe. He's just kind of standing there like, oh, man, this is humiliating. And then Donnie's Donnie's wisdom from two whole minutes ago, uh, not even two whole minutes ago. Yeah, one minute and 23 seconds ago, Donnie told him this message and he pops up as like a thought bubble next to Lewis's head. And it's a horribly edited thought bubble. <laughs> it's just like you can perfectly see. It's just like a perfect oval yeah. with like white around it. I'm like, but in my head as a kid, that looked like so mystical and magical. I think it fits the show, though, you know, like it doesn't. Yeah. Feel, I mean, it, yeah, it fits that time period, I think, too. Yeah. Anyway, so Lewis has this profound moment where he remembers Donnie's uh, wisdom of... The way to win the battle is to have the courage not to fight back. Oh, you know what? Maybe we need to spice him up a little bit. What? What? You want some spice? <laughs> he wants some spice. Oh, I can't wait. Anybody got a bun? It's not too hot, it's not too cold. It's pretty good. This is a lame man, he likes it. I waited a whole year for this. This is the worst scrub day ever. And it is pretty fantastic. So Lewis decides to basically go for a dip in the sloppy Joe. Uh, And he says, you know, anybody got a bun? It's not too hot, not too cold. I love it. And um, he's basically going for laps in the in the sloppy yeah. show. It's some. I feel like it's something that Lewis is so capable of coming up with this whole like you know don't let them get to you, make him realize that you don't care. Um, mm-hmm. And I feel like he's capable of this. And he's I, I I can't think of a specific scenario right now, but he's done it before, like similar things. But, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a really good uh, turning point, I think, just for the character and for the. It's like I said, it's something it's a it's a moment in like my life where I realized that this is like a way to go about things. Yeah, I love it. I again like I, I love the way they do that in such an even Stevens way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh and and then they show friendship as well mm. by Tawny and Twitty also getting into the vat of sloppy Joe and playing a game of Marco Polo um <laughs> in this really in this good. little vat. Yeah, I like it a lot. Oh, it's it's really good. I love it. Uh, they're just they're just having a grand old time playing this whole thing off mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter and, and it's great. Pedro from Napoleon Dynamite yeah. he gets the line. I waited a whole year for this. <laughs> and then Ivan says he likes it, man. I don't know why I laughed extra hard at. I waited a whole year for this. <laughs> He's like you waited a whole year for for Louis Stevens to swim around happily in a vat of sloppy Joe. It, like I, it's a good line too because you can like you can imagine. Like the anticipation, you're like last year, like, all right, yeah, next year it's our year that we have all these ideas and stuff. And then like just because Larry take it personally, it like ruins the fun for everyone, because instead of them just, you know, having a little bit of fun with everybody, 
they like focus all their attention on one thing, put all their eggs in one mm-hmm. basket. Well, yeah, well, that's what you get for, you know, taking it personally and, and not just having yeah. fun with it like they should have just done in the first place. It's a good line, actually. Yep. It kind of sums up the whole thing without, you know, I don't know. It's a good line. Yeah, I, I waited a whole year for this. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I mean, that's the end of the episode. It ends with Ren conveniently having a bucket of Sloppy Joe outside to dump on Larry's head. yeah. yeah. No. No. <laughs> One of the comments on YouTube would just said no. <laughs> like <laughs> it, it always bothered me too. I'm like Larry, you can see the pail. And they whatever. always do that. And sh- that's another thing. It's like just walk out of the yeah. way. Like he just stares at it and yells no. That's another thing in like kids movies, like in the '90s too. Like when something's falling on them, they just like no, and they like watch it falling <laughs> on them, <laughs> like just move out of the way. It happens all the time. It's like one of the most no. annoying things. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically the end of the actual mm-hmm. episode. Then it cuts to the Stevens house that night and Lewis is like coming up with all these ways to get the seventh graders for scrub day next year. Uh, which is kind of funny how just immediately, like, that's Louis Stevens, though, right? Now that he's been through it, okay, now it's my turn. Yeah. Now I'm given the the few miles to take here. Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that they never revisited the idea of Scrub Day again. Yeah. Um, yeah well, later on. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah. have been till the third season, right? Where he was the eighth grade. Yeah. I, did you pause the list when they showed it and look at the other things? Yes. A couple of them I couldn't get some words because the, the spelling and the writing was just atrocious, but... Hopefully we'll get a uh, high-def vision on Disney Plus and we can read it. Yeah, so I just paused it now. So it says scrub list. Number one. Oh, this could be a good t-shirt. Yeah. Write out the scrub yeah, list. Yeah, scrub list. <laughs> if I can, if we can decode make the... it up. No, I, oh, I can pretty much read it. Can you tell? Okay, tell me what you think some of them say. Because I can't, I couldn't figure it out. Okay, so it says scrub list. Number one, mo- mohawk haircuts. Okay, yeah, that one. Number yeah. two. Dead fish slash lockers. So mm-hmm. dead fish in their lockers. Yeah. Three pudding balloons. Four mice in their underwear. Five box of worms in food. Mm-hmm. Six is maybe some maybe someone in toilet. Oh, okay. Toilet. I couldn't get I couldn't figure I thought that was a J instead of a T for toilet. Okay. And I think it's T O I L I T. Yeah, they spell everything like garage has a D in it. Seven some buckets of fudge. Eight, three turtles. Just three turtles. Nine, a camel in the garage. <laughs> That's my favorite. <laughs> That's my favorite one. Ten, all the children pants at... Is it paint, maybe? All the children pants it? I don't... I can't... Yeah, make, so that I one was the one that. I was having the hardest time with. And then the last one is something like, all wheels something teachers. All the... It looks like it does look like wheels at the teachers, but it sounds like maybe they'll all yell at the teachers. Oh, maybe yeah, could be, because there's two L's, right? Yeah. All the yells but at the teachers. That's a shirt idea, though. <laughs> I'm gonna write out a scrub list. Yeah, yeah. Decode it the best I you can. Have to like leave all the mi- like the bad the misspellings. Yeah. Yeah, so he's coming up with this scrub list and he gets all upset because Ren says, well, because of you, you know, scrub day might finally be over for good. And he's like, Mm. but what? I had this whole list. You know, he says, and you know what, though? I mean, what am I going to do with all these worms? 
that he already <laughs> picked. <laughs> he already got the worms ready for next year. Um, <laughs> like he's so impulsive that he just couldn't wait. That's me though. That's me with a lot of things. That's me coming yeah. to you with this Titanic podcast. I'm like, yeah. I need, I need to do this now. But, but see, we can actually do it now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he has to literally yeah, he, he's, he's getting it ready now for something yeah. that's literally will not be able to realistically happen until a year from now. Yeah, it's good. Oh, man. I love this. But yeah, and so then he just starts like flinging the juice of the of the worms at Ren and the episode ends. Yeah. And I'd also like to mention, did you notice Lewis's t-shirt? No, I don't think so. What was it? He's wearing a t-shirt that says, What's up? No, is he? Yes, he is. I got to check that out. Oh man, I want that shirt. I got to look it up on eBay now. I know, I was thinking either look it up on eBay or we can make one on Redbubble. That's true, yeah. That's awesome. I love shots of Lewis's room. Yes. It's like my favorite room of any show. Well, yeah, because there's so much going on. Yeah, and you just like the posters, the slanted ceiling, blue L, the lava lamp, mm-hmm. the VHS oh, cabinet. Uh, just so cool. I love the blue neon L. Yeah. I it's mean, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of starting to get into like making miniatures and like dioramas. I want to do like rooms from all my favorite shows. And so this would be like the top of my list. That would be such a cool yeah, one. It'd be sick. I want to do like the whole house and like kind of like try to recreate everyone's room and like the kitchen, living room, and, like kind of piece it together would be cool. Yeah. But, yeah. And like try to cool. figure out the freaking layout. Yeah, I know. Anyway, but yeah, I thought that was interesting because he's already mentioned what's up yeah. uh, before. And here we see him wearing that shirt. And of course, we've talked about before those Budweiser commercials and everything. It's just funny that, you know, we've seen it more than once now uh, mentioned, so, or just alluded to. And that's the whole episode. Mm -hmm. Thoughts? I I love this episode. I'm surprised I had it so low. Yeah, I was actually a little surprised to see that you had it in the 20s. 22, I mean, that's still, I mean, top 25 is the top, like, 30-something are going to be, like, to me, they're, like, amazing episodes, Uh, No, yeah, agreed. So, I mean, this is still one of my personal favorites. But I think when I'm watching it, too, like, you went based off, like, legacy a little bit in your ratings, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I think maybe I didn't take that into account. Instead, like, I tried to look at just, uh, you know, technical, like, is, like, the eye test. Like, is this a good episode from start to finish? And if I I laughed a lot during this one, just, like I said, not a lot of one-liners, but, I mean, there are a few, a good amount, but, I mean... Just really good scenarios. The thing with Donnie is really good. The whole plot is interwoven kind of at the end with Donnie and Lewis. I like stuff right. like that too. I, I, yeah, that's definitely something I mentioned too. I like the way when all the plots or, or you know everything they're talking about can yeah. converge and mm-hmm. you know come together as like one final thing. Yeah, uh, in some way or just or just interweave to some degree. It's always good. Yeah, and some of my favorite. And I, if you look at like the top ten, my top ten especially, I think. Oh, most of those episodes are episodes like that. It's a trend on my list, too. The closer it gets to number one, yeah. the more the episodes stop having subplots and they start being like either one continuous story or stories that flow. The plots flow together. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I I thought it was interesting the way you said that you might put it higher. Mm. I might actually put it lower. Yeah. Where do you where do you see it? <laughs> I mean, maybe just a little lower. Maybe like right outside the top 15. Maybe. I put mine... At 17 or 18, but just because watching it, I was like, oh, this could be like top 
like maybe 13 where you had it or 12, mm-hmm. but I even thought maybe the top 10, but then I looked at the list, my list and I was like, ah, I can't put it above that one. I can't put it above that one. No. And it's just one of those things. Yeah. That's hard. But I mean, but overall, like I'm still okay with keeping it at 13 because like I said, I don't ignore the iconicness within the series mm-hmm. and how memorable it is. And yeah. it's not like it's terrible. Like there's, there's stuff here that's entertaining and you know like we said definitely very very memorable so i mean i'm cool with keeping it there yeah to wrap everything up quickly we just have a few little segments not not too much mvp um i put donnie and ren i put tawny and donnie okay I see for me tawny though though my biggest problem with the episode for me was that like twitty and tawny left yeah I mean, at the end, obviously, you know, they join him, which is cool. Yeah. Them leaving was for a comedic purpose and B to function solely so that they can like come back together at the end. And like, yeah, why Tawny though? Um, I don't know. As I was writing it, I just, for some reason, Tawny stood out to me. She tells Lewis that uh, Donnie's coming and she's yeah. with him at uh, recess watching the eighth graders. I don't know. It just seemed like they, they were kind of in it together mm-hmm. more so than Twitty. Yeah, definitely um, not Twitty, yeah. And Donnie, of course, because Donnie was great and relayed that message to Lewis that helped him in the end. And yeah. also Donnie is just hilarious. Yeah. I like Ren, too. It's like she sticks yeah. up for Lewis. Maybe more in this episode than almost any other episode. Top two or three, for mm-hmm. sure, at the most. But mm-hmm. You feel the emotion behind her standing yeah, up Yeah, like for she him. really takes it personally. So, trivia time. Is it true? Did you know? That for your information, is it true that... What does that mean? Do you have any trivia? I just have stuff about... Uh, like the writer and director. Okay, well, hit me. All right, so it's written by Dennis Rinsler, as we said, who also wrote In Ren We Trust, <laughs> Snow Job, Beans on the Brain, Your Toast and Wild Child, which are like two of my top episodes. He he's he's done three of my top four of my top five episode top ten episodes, and then plus like and then he has like two or three of my bottom ten or fifteen episodes. Yeah, it's so crazy how that works. And he also helped write the Ewan Stevens movie. He also wrote some Full mm-hmm. House, That's a Raven. And it was directed by Neil Israel, who only other episode he directed was Hecka Hanukkah, which is a good episode, great episode. And then he directed mm-hmm. Bachelor Party, which was Tom Hanks's like first. Oh, yeah. It was like his break breakthrough role. And he directed mm-hmm. an episode of Nash Bridges. Oh, that's <laughs> perfect. Then, uh, Surf Ninjas, two Lizzie McGuire episodes, Hounded and Poof Point. Oh, God. Taj Maori. Hounded, obviously, with uh, Shia. And then, yeah, Taj Maori in both of those. Two Full of Future episodes and then a couple of Mary-Kate and Ashley videos. Yeah, so I don't I don't really have much trivia other than yeah. pop culture stuff. So, of course, we have Rocky. We have sort of an allusion to West Side Story. They mentioned Pee Wee Herman. Also, that might have been a reference to the Peanuts to have the teacher all mumbly mm. like that. And then also, according to TV.com, when Lewis says, can you do something to stop the insanity to Ren? That's yeah. supposed to be alluding to Susan Powder, who I guess she had like some training exercising mm. videos or something. And she used to say that line. Oh, Susan Powder, like and the bald lady. I guess. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm unfamiliar. I didn't bother to look it up. Um, but apparently she said, stop the insanity a lot. And it became a phrase throughout <laughs> the 1990s. So, yeah. Was there an episode where he says, stop the madness? 
Uh, it's in the movie. Can somebody put a stop to the madness, please? That's what it was. I was like, I try to think of what episode it is. That's why it's the movie. Okay. And when I was a kid, I always thought he was saying, can someone put the stuffing in my mattress, please? <laughs> That's what I heard as a kid. That's funny. Can somebody put a stop to the madness, please? Yeah, when you said stop the insanity here, I was like, it reminded me of the stop the madness and it was bothering me what it was from. I couldn't remember. Yep. Cool. Stuffing in my mattress. It's what I hear. That's what I hear. I like Could it. someone put the stuffing in my mattress, please? <laughs> that's what I heard all the time as that's a kid. Great. So quickly, one of the greatest segments ever. It's time for tweets. Yes. <laughs> I I knew you were gonna have tweets because this is like this is one of those episodes that people are gonna reference. Surprisingly, I couldn't find too many oh, about really? this episode, mm-hmm. uh, but. I did find some. So this one is from Ronnie C. And he says, Very few things will ever be as terrifying to me as the idea of Scrub Day on Even Stevens was. Yeah. I thought this was interesting because I feel like this is all connected and this person isn't realizing the connection that their brain had made subconsciously. (laughs) So this is from Natalie Hart. And she says... I dreamt I was in a Hunger Games where I hid a sloppy Joe in my shirt. My enemy was Principal Wexler from Even Stevens, and I could only tap dance. (laughs) That's great. Multiple, these are multiple things from Even Stevens episodes, though. Like the family tap dancing in in Deep Chocolate, Principal Wexler, obviously, at Even Stevens, and then Sloppy Joe. That's good. She mentioned, so I'm like, I think she was just, it was just a bunch of even Steven stuff just clouding her brain in her sleep. Another tweet here from at Astro Girl. Uh, she said, When Shia LaBeouf hopped into the pot of chili on even Stevens, I knew he was Bay. Right. A lot of people remember it as chili yeah. instead of Sloppy Joe. And there's even a quote from Shia himself that I saw people tweeting where he was talking about, you know, growing up on Even Stevens. And he said, other kids were going to geometry class and I was swimming through vats of chili on Even Stevens. It was like a dream. Maybe it was actually chili. And we, they just, maybe it was. You know, they just called it. So he remembers it being chili. Maybe. But uh, interesting that, you know, he, he said a quote yeah, related pretty, to Scrub that's Day. That's, cool. that's how much we remember it. Yeah. We all remember it. And then the last tweet is from at Angelina Olivia, and she said, why is it that every time I learn about Gandhi, all I can think about is that episode of Even Stevens, dot, 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 dot. No, me too. Same. And even Rocky, because I didn't even see the first Rocky movie until a couple years ago. Yeah. Every time I think of Rocky, I I thought of Gandhi and Gandhi. (laughs) Um, And every time I see someone with a suit that doesn't fit them, I say, it looks like Pee Wee Herman. Yep. Could always go as Pee Wee Herman. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So those are the tweets for today. Yeah. Always fun to search for those. Yeah, of course. So final segment as always, best quotes. This was kind of difficult for me because in my opinion, there wasn't a lot here. There wasn't, like I said, there wasn't a lot of like one liners, but what do you got? I said that there weren't a lot there, but I still ended up picking three. Oh. My main one is Lewis when Donnie comes to the school dressed as Gandhi. Donnie takes Lewis aside and Lewis says, Can I ask you something? What happened to Rocky? Look, Lewis, forget about Rocky, all right? That always made me laugh. Yeah. Um, 
I'll keep that as my main one. And then my two honorable mentions were in the cafeteria, they do a close up on this girl piling cheese onto her pasta at lunch. (laughs) And then she turns around, Ren gives her a thing of milk and Ren says, wow, I hope you're not lactose intolerant. (laughs) All that cheese and milk. Woo, that's a, you're going pretty heavy. And then my other one is when Eileen tells Donnie, Rocky is not historical. And he says, not even Rocky Rocky one. one, (laughs) (laughs) Those are my quotes. I had two when I was a kid. I loved this line. It's it's the Pluto line. But upon rewatching it, I really loved when I can't remember how how it goes. Uh, You know, when when Donnie's saying, yo, I was up all night reading about this guy. Gandhi and like he you know the courage not to fight back in there or whatever and then Lewis says okay yeah that's me does he know karate <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's good I just yeah, like that was good yeah that, that was good I also I like all of those quotes where Lewis interrupts Donnie I love also with the whole sequence where he's like I know I'll hold your glasses and you beat him with the sheets <laughs> I always put that one too <laughs> Yeah, that's that good. one's good. The whole sequence is. Really, I like all of there's those. There's a lot of good lines in that one. Yeah. But I mean, but yeah, that's that's the episode. Yeah, I just wanted to take this time real quick to just say just another reminder about our Redbubble shop, which I just got a bunch of new ideas for designs now. Uh, yeah. Talking with you uh, through this episode, so I'm gonna go and start working on yeah. those. But as it is. Uh, just a reminder, I don't know if we've ever talked about it on here, but we do have a Redbubble shop where I've photoshopped uh, many Even Stevens inspired designs. I've recreated a bunch of things that we see on the show, like the Wanted for Scrub Day poster that we see uh, in this episode, as well as the Scrub Patrol t-shirts uh, that the eighth graders wear, all that kind of stuff. You can get that over on Redbubble. And also... Just the other day, I was listening to a podcast, and what they did was they would kick off their episode with voicemails from their listeners, and their voicemails were about, you know, they would ask them, oh, we're going to be talking about this thing in the next episode, call in with your thoughts on it, and they would like open their uh, podcast episode with you know, listeners feedback. That seems like a super cool idea. So I went and opened up a Google voice phone number for us. Mm -hmm. So now anyone listening instead of, and this is like free for a lot of different things. So, you know, on social media, you know, before we talk about whatever we're going to talk about next, obviously we'll post about that and be like, Hey, we're talking about this episode next. If you have any thoughts on it, you guys can feel free now to call into this number, leave a voicemail with any thoughts you have on the episode, and we'll air them. And if you just want to say hi, like instead of uh, typing up a listener letter, now you can feel free to call in, leave a voicemail with anything you want to say, and we'll share it and air it on the podcast. I think that's super fun. I don't know. I just love the idea of actually being able to audibly hear from you guys. Yeah, super uh, cool. I think it would be super cool if we can start testing this thing out and yeah. see how it goes. The number is 857-246-9731. And I'm going to repeat it again, like on radio commercials. Once again, that is 857-246-9731. 
again. That is, <laughs> no, I'm done. I know you guys, you guys can He's rewind, <laughs> and and I am and I am also going to write it in the description yeah. of this podcast. But yeah, so this is just like a fun extra thing that I thought would be cool to add into the podcast. I didn't even know that people did that. That's cool. Oh yeah, it's a total thing, and like in Google Voice, lets you download them as MP3 files nice. and. So it's super cool. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we can actually hear from you. Mm. But um, uh, and yeah, we'll just try to make this a super community type thing because that's yeah. that's fun. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next time. See ya.